that the only power that exists is truly within the Lord. It's the Lord's power. So there has to be a transfer from the Lord and his power into our lives. Hey guys, thank you guys so much uh, for being back uh, for part two uh, of this new series as we focus on the unseen and spiritual warfare, mainly out of Ephesians 6. Um, I want you guys to know that we have received a lot of awesome feedback uh, from this podcast, and I want to encourage you guys to keep doing that. It really encourages me, it encourages the team, uh, and it helps other people too. So we would love for you to share in the comments. Let us know. Post it on Facebook. Post it on social media. Share it on your story and Instagram. And uh, if you haven't already, subscribe to this. Uh, whatever, If it's on podcast or if you're watching on YouTube, subscribe, be a part of this, and help us uh share what God is doing through this podcast. God is doing something in our lives uh, through the, the family here that's with us. And, and you have got to just understand this. I'll say this every episode from now to the day I die. If God uses this in your life, he's going to use it in somebody else's life. And you don't know the internal and eternal impact uh, you could have in someone's life by just sharing this with someone and sending it to a family member, or going through it with your family or with your, you know, in your marriage together, your small group or house church. Uh, so just be a part of this. Let, let God just uh, marinate our souls God, with his word through this podcast. I'm so excited about it. Right now, we are focusing on spiritual warfare, uh, mainly out of Ephesians 6. Uh, in the last uh, episode, we just looked at this very first statement in Ephesians 6, 10, and it just says, uh, there's a command that God gives us. It says, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Be strong in the Lord and his mighty power. And what we talked about, we spent the whole episode talking about this one simple reality is that word be strong is in dunamu. And what that means is to be filled with power. So the command is be filled with power out of the Lord and the Lord's power. So we have this command and we know now that after looking through that, that we have no power within ourselves, that the only power that exists is truly within the Lord. It's the Lord's power. So there has to be a transfer from the Lord and his power into our lives. Uh, it, exactly the, the way at which he wants, desires, and has designed his power to be transferred into our lives so that we can not just walk through this life and strive through this life, but thrive through this life and walk in victory. And so we have to look at everything that we go through through Ephesians 6 as, as God teaching us how power is transferred from him and into our lives. Uh, and I'm excited. I'm, I'm so excited about this. And uh, I want to I wanna go ahead and dive into this next part. So Ephesians 6.10 says, Finally, be strong or be empowered in the Lord and in his mighty uh, power. Put on the full armor of God. Verse 11 starts. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. Put on the full armor of God. So I, I want you to, up front, I want to make this connection for all of us. He commands us, be strong in the Lord and his mighty power. Be filled with power that only comes from the Lord. There has to be a transfer of power from the Lord to our lives. And in verse 11, he gives us exactly how that is going to work. And he says, put on the full armor of God. 
He says, put on the full armor of God. And then if you've read through Ephesians 6, you know that he goes through the rest of Ephesians 6, 10 to 20, describing this armor of God. And so I want to tell you up front, there, there's, there's, remember what I told you, there's going to be things through this series that we have to understand, fully understand, that we have to acknowledge the reality of and then accept it in our lives. And that means to apply it to our lives. And, and there are a few things that we have to understand, acknowledge, and accept that stand true by the statement put on the full armor of God. And the first one is this, and you need to write this down, you need to hold on to this. God is revealing spiritual truth to us, a spiritual reality to us through physical means. So obviously up front, this conversation is going to go towards what, what Paul is calling, what the Lord is teaching through Paul, the armor of God. But what we have to know up front, and we know this, is it's, we, we know it, that there is no physical armor that we're going to go get someday and put on and, and be able to walk through life with God's power. That he is taking the idea of physical armor that we can know and understand in the visible realm, and he's showing us how that applies and how that works on a spiritual level. He's teaching us and revealing to us a spiritual truth through physical means. And so that means that we have to understand acknowledge and accept the reality of armor and the way the armor works in life. So listen, up front, I want to tell you this. The human body is very fragile, all right? Human body, very fragile. We think that we're strong, but we're not. The human, the human heart, mind, and body, we are very fragile. We have no power within ourselves, and even physically we don't. And we know that because the very first murder that happened, Cain in the Bible killed Abel, and he killed Abel with a rock. He picked up a rock, and he killed his brother with it because the human body is not fragile. If you were to take an arrow and shoot it into a human chest, that arrow would pierce easily, pierce the chest, hit inside the internal organs, maim, damage, and even kill that human being. And it would happen quickly and it would happen easily that you shoot an arrow into a human chest it caves, it cracks, it pierces through, it damages, it hurts, and it kills. And it does that because the human flesh and the human body is fragile and it's weak and it lacks power. But if you take a piece of metal, a chest plate, and you put it over a human chest, and you fire that same arrow at the human, that arrow will not only not pierce, it will bounce off or even break and shatter into pieces. Because the metal breastplate and the chest plate, it actually has power. It's actually strong. The human flesh and the human body is fragile, but the chest plate is strong and has power. What is happening is when you're taking a, a chest plate or a piece of metal, an armor, and you're putting it over the chest, the power that is in that metal plate, the power that is in that breastplate, the power uh, that is in this chest plate, the power that is in this armor, this physical armor is being transferred physically to the physical body. And so now the human body with uh, armor on its chest is now filled with power or has power against arrows that shoot at it. So without the armor, we have no power. You put the armor on, now you have power. So that is what's happening. That what, what, what God is showing us is in the same way that we understand the, this, this truth in the physical. We take uh, uh, body armor, even in modern times, you shoot a bullet into a human chest, 
Nothing. Body cannot withstand it. You take body armor, you take a bulletproof vest, you put it on, you cover it. The power that is in the bulletproof vest is now transferred to the human being and the bullet does not have the power to break through because of the vest. You're transferring power from armor to the human body in a physical way. Now God's taking that that reality that we all understand and he's trying to show us that that is in the exact same way that is how he transfers his power into our life spiritually and this is not a philosophical sense he is saying outright and up front i'm going to show you in physical human armor the way that that works and the way that you understand that i'm going to show you exactly in the same way how i'm going to transfer with my armor how i'm going to transfer my power into your life so up front you have to understand as we go through each of the armor and we go through the uh, the armor of god the, the full armor of god that what he's showing you is that there are things in the same way that we put on armor a helmet and we put on a, a body vest we put on a chest plate and the way that we, we put on guards for our legs and our feet and we wear shoes to protect our feet in the same way that we are transferring power power from armor to the human body is the way that God's armor or the things of God are going to be transferred to us and they're going to transfer his power. So that's the way you need to process that. So up front, the second thing you have to understand, acknowledge, and accept is that the armor is in fact God's and that it's literal and that it's real. So I, I, I need you to understand, and because this is, this is very, very, very important because a lot of people misunderstand this, that the things that, that, that God presents, and just for clarity, I'm going to go ahead and, and read them. Spoiler alert, I'm going to go ahead and read some of the armor. Uh, it says uh, that the Lord's armor is truth, righteousness, readiness, faith, salvation, his word, and prayer. Okay, these, these are the specific things that he mentions here in this, in this armor as he goes through the rest of Ephesians 6. And he's saying that, that these things that he's calling the armor of God, that have the ability to transfer God's power into our life, that these things are specifically, they are God's. God owns them. God possesses them. God is the one who gives them out. You're not going to stumble upon them wandering around the world. If, if your husband or your wife has the full armor of God on, you don't benefit from your husband or your wife's full armor of God. That, that, that is armor that God has given that person. That, that he's clothed that person. He's put on that armor to that. You don't benefit from that. If, if he's got a bulletproof vest on or she's got a bulletproof vest on and you don't have a bulletproof vest on, you're not safe. You're not protected. You, the power has not been transferred to you. You're not going to be able to gain these things or get these things from anywhere or anything other than God himself. And that God not only owns them, they are of God and they're from God. And they have, you have to get them from God. That, that There has to be a connection with God. And so though this may seem simple to you, and you may want me to just stop and kind of move on to the next point, I need you to understand that in order for there to be a, a, a spiritual, tangible, real transfer of God's power into your life, that you have to take these things that God's talking about, that God's revealing to us, and that God's showing us, and you have to, you have to put them on, you have to, you have to put them on your life, and that they come from God and God alone. That you're not that going to church or or, or, or being a Christian or or a number of other things that that, that we do is not su uh, sufficient in putting armor on and to getting these things from God. You have to have a daily connection to God in order for these things to be open to you and available to you to where you can reach out, grab them from God's hands, and then put them on your life in a spiritual way. The, the deepest 
the most powerful thing up front that you have to understand, acknowledge, and accept is that you are in desperate need daily, and this will always be true, of a connection with God. Because these things come from God, they're of God, from God, and you cannot get them anywhere else. It's God's armor. It's not the world's armor. It's not universal armor. It's God's armor that comes from God and God alone. You have to have that. The third thing is that he says twice, full armor. So the third thing is that the full armor means it's possible we only possess pieces of it. That, 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 that there is a, a, a complete power in the full armor of God. But that if you only take pieces of the armor of God, then you only have pieces of the power. And, and, and this is really important because, and I'll just give you two examples, because out of the, the, uh, the armor that God's teaching us about through Ephesians 6 to 20, the two of the most dominant ones that we all know about and, and hear about and, and see is, is God's word or scripture and then prayer. But one of the things that I have seen over the course of my life more than I would ever care to admit true is that there's a vast majority of people, I've seen them, who truly believe in God's word and they, and they value God's word and they study God's word and they study the scripture, but they have almost zero prayer life. They either don't understand it or they reject it or they don't get it or they don't want it or, the, or it's just it's never been something that's developed. It's just not there. That, that their entire relationship with God uh, is, doesn't have a level of prayer. They may say a prayer in the mornings. They may pray before they eat. You know, they may bow their heads and close their eyes and pray at church, but that they have a relationship with God's word, but they have zero relationship with God through prayer. And I've seen the reverse, unfortunately, that people who are very spiritually minded and they have kind of a deep prayer life and they kind of understand that and they go after that, but the, their their relationship with scripture is just very, it's just surface level. It, it may be some devotionals here and there, but the primary part of God's word in their life only comes through a sermon or a message on Sundays. And so I wanted to share that just as an example that, that there is supreme power in the full armor of God. And, and just because you have a relationship with God's word, for example, or you, or you have some type of prayer life, for example, or you have a little bit of truth or some righteousness here and there for this, that, or the other, that that, that is not, you, you have pieces of the armor, not the full armor of God. And I want you to understand, you can have a helmet on and still get shot in the chest. And you can have a bulletproof vest on and still get shot in the head. Uh, you, can, you can have, you, 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 until you have the full armor of God, You'll never have the full power of God. That transfer won't happen. The, the, the transfer of God's power into our life has been pieced out into these things that are of God and from God. And it's not something that happens in a day. And it's not something that once you put on, and, and this is the thing, once, once you put it on, it's, it's not like, okay, now it's there forever. This is something you have to continually make sure that is on your life and that is on your body and, and that the full armor of God is there. So you have to understand that. Uh, and the fourth thing, in, in fact, and I just kind of said it, the armor needs to be put on. And so nobody runs into battle holding a helmet because that doesn't do you any good. There's a substantial amount of people, and I really want to, this is where I want to close out this session with. There's a substantial amount of people that think knowing about the armor of God is the same thing as possessing the armor of God. And people think that possessing the armor of God is the same thing as wearing the armor of God, and it's not. You can know about armor, and it doesn't do you any good. You can, you can own armor, and it doesn't do you any good. You can have it in your possession, but it doesn't do any good. Armor is, in fact, literally worthless unless you are wearing it on your body. These things are the exact same way. We, we can know truth and know what truth is. We can know righteousness, know what righteousness is. We can have knowledge of it. 
We can, we can, we can know what it is. We can strive for it. But until we put it on, until we possess it in this way that God's going to teach us, and we'll spend more time on, that these things have to be applied to our life, that these things have to be put on every day, that these things have to become central, these things have to become a part of our reality, they have to become a part of our heart, our mind, and our body, that these things, that, that we cannot, a knowledge of them is worthless unless we are wearing them. And so as we move forward through this series, I, I, want you, I want you to understand that there is a transfer of power that has to take place from God into your life. To be, the command is be filled with power. The way God is telling us to do that is to put on the full armor of God. And that by putting on these things and, and taking these things and picking them up and not just holding them, but applying them and putting them on like we would put on armor on our physical bodies. He says, this is the way that the power of God is transferred into our life. And this is, I believe, this is why the vast majority of the American church is currently absolutely powerless because they have a substantial amount of knowledge that they are doing absolutely nothing with. Going to church and gaining knowledge without putting it on and applying it and tying it to your heart, your mind, and your life every day is completely worthless. Satan has memorized the Bible and knows it better than anybody on this planet does. And it does him no good. There are theological atheists who understand and believe and have memorized and know the power of God's word. They're, they're, knowing it, being around it, is not the same thing and will not have that power transfer that has to take place. And so as we go through each of these things, I want you to remember these things, that it's the way God is going to transfer this power is through putting on that full armor of God. And he's going to teach us in detail what that is. And we'll go through that, what that looks like. But that we have to understand that in the same way that physical armor transfers power to the physical body, the spiritual uh, pieces of God's armor uh, in their fullness, once they, they are put on and applied to our life and taken in, that they will are the very things that transfer God's power into our life. And that there's the full armor of God, that it's literal, that it's real, that we have to take it, we have to own it, possess it, and not just hold it, but put it on our lives. And when we do that, the power of God will begin to be transferred into our life. And we can obey and live in the reality of God's commandment in verse 10, which is to be filled with power. So take this. I want you, the, the, the focus here right now as you kind of close out, I want you to spend some time with the Lord. Pray through this. Okay, pray through this. God is teaching us how, not just the reality, but how to put on his armor, the things that we have to put on so that his power can be transferred into our lives. All right. I love you guys with all my heart. I want to take our time with this. I want to do shorter ones so that we can spend some time going through it uh, together as individuals or family marriages. Share this. If it has done something for you, uh, it will do something for somebody else. I love you guys with all my heart. And I'll see you next time.